Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Gentlemen, Bennett Woods, 97.3, the fan. So you should say Woods and Ben on 97.3, the fan. I'm Woods. It's Paul Rindle. He's our executive producer, a.k.a. my new vice president. And uh, Benjamin Higgins, we'll find a spot for you. We did it, Woods. Somewhere in the the administration, I'll find something for you. I don't know. Would you grab me a coffee, though, before we get started? That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) It was not a landslide. By any stretch, no. It was a uh, it was a good vote, and I will uh, I will do the right thing here. I will gracefully concede, even though there are still some votes to be counted. It looks like it's an insurmountable deficit at this point, and I will concede the title of Tier One Commander in Chief to Stephen Woods. It was a fair fight, and I did my best. I put forward my my campaign. And the voters uh, chose Woodsy as Tier 1 Commander-in-Chief. And I will uh, I will accept that, and I will just try to work harder for the next election. And, you know, at that point, hopefully topple his reign. I will. It's not going to be a reign. It's a t- total team effort here on Ben and Woods, as it always has. I've written a few words. Wanted to, uh, Paulie, if you could play my new uh, theme song, if you have it. If you have it handy. The Presidential March, or whatever it's called. I think it, there we go. Here we go. I'll hail to the chief. That's right. I knew that. See, you still need me. <laughs> Let me say first that I accept the nomination of Tier 1 Commander-in-Chief. I accept it without reservation and with only one obligation. The obligation to devote every effort of my mind and spirit to lead our, our show to victory and to greatness. I'm grateful, too that you, Tier 1s, have provided us with such a strong platform to stand on and to run on. Pledges which are made so eloquently are made to be kept. The rights of man. That's our goal and indeed our first principle. This is a platform on which I can run with enthusiasm and conviction. 
And I'm grateful for my opponent, Benjamin Higgins. A worthy, worthy adversary. But now we join hands and we do this together. That's what's important. And that's what's been missing from politics, from radio politics. We do it together. We are truly a team fighting for one common goal. Victory. Victory. How come you have a little sign that says the buck stops here, though, now on your <laughs> it's, side uh, of the table? The first lady, Hannah uh, Nancaro-Dashwoods, <laughs> made it for me this morning. She said, go in there and throw your weight around a little bit. And uh, no, I was happy to win. You know, it's a uh, it's a, a job I don't take lightly. I do not take this this gig, this show, lightly. I do not take the tier ones uh, lightly at all. You guys are, are like family to me. You know that. Some of you are nicer to me than my own family. Uh, so I, I really appreciate you for all that you do. Polly now has the uh, the nuclear football briefcase <laughs> handcuffed to his wrist in case you ever have to make the uh, the ultimate decision. Just nuke the show. That's it. We're done. This is the worst bit we've ever done, and I'm calling it. We just we'll just walk out. Uh, no. <laughs> Welcome in, uh, everybody. Let's get our heads right today. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, honestly, that. That is how it should go, right? That's how the election should actually go. Two worthy adversaries with, again, one common goal in mind. It doesn't always go that way. Politics gets very nasty, and it's getting nastier and nastier the, the, the older I get. And I become less and less interested in actual politics the older I get. You know, as I was watching some of the election results uh, last night and late last night and this morning, it struck me how similar politics is to sports well how similar the coverage of politics is to sports yes it's um it's all about the game and the narrative like last night in politics the narrative was it's a midterm republicans are like heavy favorites they're you know it's a football game they're favored by two and a half touchdowns yeah yet they only won by you know or a point or it's still up up in the air with a minute or two to go and you know, the last team is driving. So in that sense, it's being framed as, as a win. But ultimately, like any game that goes on for a long time, there's a ton of people in this country who voted for Democrats. There's a ton who voted for Republicans. The margin in the middle is is the same. It's just a little tiny bit here or there. When you play a basketball game and your team scores 82 and the other team scores 76, it's, I mean, we'll heap praise on the team that scored 82. Like, oh, boy, these guys are winners, and they've got grit and determination, and what a what a great team that is. And then the team that scored 76, we thought, is the coach on the hot seat? Is he going to get fired? Yeah. You realize that over the course of a 40-minute college basketball game, there was like a 1% difference between those two teams. They were very similar, sure. and it came down to a play here little, or there. A little bit of execution. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not as... It's not as clear-cut, it's not as black and white as we make it always seem in our coverage. You know, the best teams and the worst teams are not separated by as much as you think that they are. No doubt. There's no doubt. It it, it just, uh, and I, I always sympathize, too, with um, the people in your business, Ben, your other business, having to sit there all night and vamp. Uh, and okay, well now it looks like results are in, and I uh, hang on, we're just getting more, like that. To me, would just be awful. It's kind of like us during the trade deadline. <laughs> like we're just we're sitting here, and yes, technically we're doing a show. Technically, we are on the air. We have we have 
live mics in front of us. But we don't know what we're doing. We're literally just waiting for a Jeff Passon tweet. It does. There are a lot of uh, similarities in it. But uh, no, as your as your commander in chief, I, I promise I will not let you guys down, and uh, I will I will ride this thing. Uh, how, how long is my term? Two years. Four, two years. Two years. Okay. All right. That looks good. Hopefully, I'm still around in two years. Um, by the way, before we do anything else, I want to shout out. Last night, we went out to uh, Kaminsky's in Poway to talk to the Scripps Ranch old pros in case any of them are up early. Which this was awesome. Based on how much fun they seem to have, it seems <laughs> unlikely that any of them are up this early. But um, I wanted to thank them for inviting us out. Uh, they have uh, quite the organization out there of uh, dudes who put on events and seemed like to have a good time and uh, get together every month with their meetings and uh, the meeting was a hoot just uh, it was man yeah we were the guest speakers but i was more entertained i think by their minutes and announcement of uh, events than i think they were entertained by us standing up there on the stage and uh, it was a lot of fun last night we did we had a great time we were up at kaminsky's and and you know we're it's nerve-wracking man there was about was at least 100 guys in there at least um, everyone's, you know, having a good time and, and, you know, and let's just say they're not, they weren't a passive crowd. They're, they were active. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they were ready to heckle you at mm-hmm. the a drop of a hat, uh, in a fun way, but it wasn't, you know, this was a, this was an engaged audience. It was cool because Paulie, one, the, uh, the guy that ran audio video, he's a big listener. Mike, I believe his name was. And he goes, I've been listening to you guys for years. He goes legitimate. The only way I can get my kid in the car to get him to school in the morning, it's like, hey, we got to get in the car. We got to hear Take On Woods because the kid loves to play. That being said, he goes, um, we've been doing real or fake in here for two years. So they, he, he had to do it, what, once a month or whatever. He's like coming up with categories. And he's like, Ben had to do it every single day. So when we get on stage, he's like, uh, I was, we've been, we were inspired by you guys to do real or fake. And I said, hey, when we steal bits from other people, we also say we were inspired by them, and and that got a good laugh. But they do a bit that I loved, and so it's right before they bring. You say on, it inspired you, yeah, cor- absolutely, Polly. I was very inspired. So they do a bit called the a hole of the month, and I was I'm sitting there thinking, well, we could do the a hole of the week on Ben and Woods, and it would just be it's just amongst them. And so, but the when they start reading the names, like, is Ben Higgins here? Ben, Ben, are you here? And the hand goes up, and they're like, okay. Then they get him up on stage. They get him up on stage. He has read to do a the shot. litany of whatever yeah, they of, did. Of what he did. But the, Wrong. the funny thing is, Paulie, the, the charges against them are like, all right, so Ben came to the softball game the other night and uh, forgot his shoes, and he had to play in his dress shoes. And they take pictures of him. They show Ben on the you know sideline with his dress shoes on. And uh, by the way, he missed a ground ball. It led to three runs. We lost the game. Like it, it was hysterical. So I was thinking, I would not mind doing a hole of the week. We can let the tier ones vote, and we can all come up with things that we did to one another. What did we do wrong? What this did we week, do wrong this week? Yeah, yeah exactly. There'll be no shortage. There'll of, be no uh, shortage options of what we all did wrong over the course of the week. I feel so. like I'm going to run away with it most weeks, but I'm fine doing it. Uh, but it was such a blast, man. These are these are old school, old school San Diegans, man. And they're all and pros. They're all pros, and they were really, really cool to us. And we got a really nice uh, round of applause, and people were really fired up. They loved firing questions off about media and sports media and. 
the teams and you know what should we do with Tatis and all that and uh, it was it was a special night, man, and and they really they really did it. And as I was driving home, I'm like, because that was like midnight for me. It was like nine thirty when we left. I'm like, I'm gonna die tomorrow, and I got three hours of sleep. So then I always think to myself as I'm lying in bed, my Secretary of State now, uh, Ben Higgins. This is when he always goes to bed. True, you're always dead feels tired. like a good role for me, Secretary of State, kind oh, of great. the the ambassador, mm-hmm. the person that. Puts your best foot forward and represents you yeah. in uh, international affairs and negotiations. It's exactly right. It's exactly right. It's an important job, one that I hope you'll take seriously. I will do the best I can to serve your administration, <laughs> sir. Thank you. All right, it's Woods and Ben on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, what else you guys want to do? Polly? how was your night? Uh, my night was good. <laughs> I mean, just... <laughs> Rinse, lather, repeat. It's the same thing. Go to work, run a couple errands, go home. Groundhog Day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially so, with, like, no baseball. like Such is life, buddy. I, I can't get into the NBA too much right now. It's early. I mean, it was a Tuesday night, like, no football. There was like, some, was there college football on? Yeah, you know, Maction. Maction. You know, whatever they've yeah. got in the early week. Nothing that I'm going to pay attention to. How's the election coverage going, but I can only handle that in should be small a, doses. Should be a fun show today. Do you still want me to, you know, let people know what guests we have coming up and um, read the liners that are necessary? Oh, yeah, liners. So, liners. liners this is up absolute. to you. You're in secretary charge of now, liners. So. Actually, you are the secretary I, of liners. I'm not going to do anything without authorization from the chief over here. So I just want to make sure before I, you know, speak out of turn that we've got uh, Dennis Dodd coming up at... 7.35, uh, going to join us. We'll talk uh, a little college football and, and uh, realignment, all the rumors this week that came and uh, turned out to really not be true about San Diego State, but Dennis has been covering all of that. Uh, they had new college playoff rankings that came out yesterday, and it's been a while since we caught up with Dennis. He's going to join us at 7.35. And how about this? 8.35, we got our friend Chris Rose coming oh, back as yes. we uh, wrap up the baseball season and head into the off season and uh, you know, John Boy Media. He's, he's the perfect guest for us this time of year. There is no doubt. He's incredible with his uh, MLB coverage and his podcast and everything that he does with John Boy Media. And then he also works with NFL Network. True. So we can really just do whatever we want. Yeah, we can have a, a wide ranging conversation that is always fun with Chris Rose coming up at eight thirty five. So he's pretty much got the dream show for us, right? I mean, he got foot, he got baseball, hardcore. He's got players coming on. And then when baseball season ends, he still gets players coming on in the off season, and does uh, a lot of football stuff well. And, and Chris Rose is one of the best in the biz, one of our favorite guests uh, to be sure, always. So really nice work yesterday, Paulie, in a very lean time of year. We'll have a, a daily ditty selection coming up as we get started. Woodsy, our commander in chief of the tier ones, congratulations! Thank you. Feels good on a hard fought and hard won election yesterday. Don't ben and Woods bad. getting started Woods here on ben. a Wednesday. Woods and Ben Woods and on uh, San Diego's number one sports station. The segment of Woods and Ben brought to you by the Golf Barts. Be back after a check of traffic with Kelly Danick on Woods and Ben on 97.3 The Fan. <laughs> to, to rebrand everything.
This was me. We had a listener win yesterday. Dominic on Woods. smoked my knee. He said he would email me his, uh, his daily ditty. Okay. I did not get his email. Okay. So Dominic, if you're listening, maybe uh, Tier 1 Commander-in-Chief Woods yes. will grant you an exception. But uh, I'm going to say veto. <laughs> All right. I just vetoed my first. Sorry, Dominic. Sorry, Dominic. I mean, I got, he beat me, fair and square, he whipped me. Yeah, no, you, you whipped me so bad, I should give him two, uh, if I'm being fair. So, do you have a, is there a theme, Paulie? There this, is. It's, let me think. Dolly Parton. We haven't talked about this Well-equipped women who sing. Well-endowed? Do you say endowed? Big, big. I don't say either, so... Don't ask me. Big breasted is what you say. <laughs> Hooter research. They see. Is that that's that is the theme? Uh, that's not the theme? Because I could get behind that this week. I very, suppose it was very eighties of you. Boy, I feel like a president already. Just being crazy. Dolly Parton's a national treasure. She absolutely is. And she's much more than just your eighties image of her. Yeah, I love her. I, I love her. Love man. Listen, the, the song is perfect. Perfect. Perhaps it was uh, vocals like that that got Dolly Parton inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Still weird that she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's, it's weird, weird that a lot of people are in yeah, the Rock Eminem, and Roll Yeah, Eminem, did you see his speech? Didn't they just call it Saw some music of it. Hall of Fame at it some really point? Should. So Eminem, honest to God, said, and I'll paraphrase, he said, Hey, I'm really surprised to be up here, you know, because this is a great honor. Also, because I'm a rapper. And like he got a really good laugh out of that, but you know, I mean, there's there's obviously rock and roll is more than just the style of music; it's a way of life. It's a brand. It's a brand. It's, you know, just if I'm going to go to a museum, yeah, I and think I'd rather his go quote to the was Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, the, the music, music Hall, Hall of Fame. fame. Yeah. Eminem's quote was, "I'm probably not supposed to actually be here tonight for a couple of reasons." <laughs> Um, but yeah, first of so, which, because I'm a rapper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so uh, Dolly Parton was inducted. Eminem was inducted. Yep. Duran Duran. Oh yes. Pat Love Benatar. Love Pat Benatar. Eurythmics. Love the Eurythmics. Lionel Richie. Love Judas Lionel Priest. Richie. Love Judas Carly Priest. Carly Simon. <laughs> so the theme is newly inducted Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And if you don't lose again, we'll each get one yeah. selection this week. <laughs> so try to try to do your best to win a game of Take on Woods. You know what, Secretary of State, I'd like you to pipe down if that's uh if, if we can do hey, that. Hey, it's my responsibility <laughs> to speak truth to power here. It's true. I'm holding it's... on to my theme of uh favorite songs from the new Taylor Swift album for when I a week where I know Woods is going to have to make more than one pick. Oh, it's actually pretty good. I listened to some of it. She does. It's, it's not bad. She's never bad. I never. I don't think she's bad. I've never thought she's bad. The song she does with Lana Del Rey, man, she, very, she does, very good. She got back to like a little bit more of her like mainstream. Like this is kind of what she's she's really good at, and it's that whole idea of liking an artist and not wanting them to branch out too much. <laughs> like so, you don't like? When, I don't like that. I like it. I, I I like when they, like, an artist, you fall in love so with So you love music. ACDC, who's done 35 of the same records. Yeah. Oh. It's worked out pretty well for them. It has, say. but I can't. <laughs> it's hard at, after a while. You're like, oh, I get it. Here we go. 
It's ACDC. You know it when you hear it. I like when artists, I don't want them to get too experimental, right? Like, not, don't go, don't go crazy, but, you know, mix it up a little bit. I love that. I think it's so cool when they, when they, when they say, we're getting stale, let's go in a new direction. Like, much like this show has this morning. No, I totally get it. We're going in it. a new direction. It's just selfish. The new deal. <laughs> selfish? What so, do you mean? No, it's selfish of me oh, of to, you. Okay. to not want like, them to do that. I was like, what? what? Like, no, your first two albums it's were so unbelievable. Yeah. Just keep doing that. Sticking to the formula, though, is Don't why try to be a country singer or sticking something. Sticking to the formula is why we have bro country now, Paul. <laughs> sticking to the formula. That's why we have it. So be careful what you wish for. Good pick. Great pick. Dolly Parton, just an incredible, incredible performer. And a legend, like you said, a treasure. Since we did uh, spend some time yesterday discussing a couple of the uh, ballot measures with Scott Lewis from The Voice of San Diego, yeah. it seems like we should update it, especially the uh, the two measures that involved sports gambling here in the state of California. Both of them went down in flames. Literal flames. Uh, I think they actually lit them on fire. So we will not get expanded sports betting. I'm sure as a newly elected leader over there, you're going to... Set the right example, and you won't be doing any sports betting because it's not legal in the state of California. Continuing so. Well, I, I do have a, a confession to make. I, I shut my account down for a while. This is not my ideal time of year to gamble. And this is when I lose the most money. College basketball, pro basketball, and NFL, which is weird. I think a lot of guys look forward to, hey, man, I want to bet NFL, bet college. It's been so screwy this year. I'm throwing in the towel for the rest of this year, and I'll pick it back up again when baseball starts because I, you know, the, I have not been on a good run, and I'm like, I don't want to throw any more money away. So I've, cl- I, I actually closed my account. There he's, there he is, like two days once ago. again, setting the proper example as a newly minted leader over here. But, Scott Lewis kind of nailed it exactly as it was predicted that nothing's going to get done until the tribal casinos and then the the DraftKings FanDuel company get together on the same page because if they just spend months attacking each other and telling everybody why they shouldn't vote for the other's proposition then nothing's going to ever pass. And it's again like everything Benny it's it's so short-sighted in my opinion. It really is because here we go. Does that mean all the guys that I know all of the people that do DraftKings and FanDuel are they they're not going to do it anymore? They're not going to use, you know, Yeah, it's still going to go on. There's money being spent and funneled into places, and and California now gets none of it. Zero. You get zero dollars of it. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's a vertical that can – it's like anything. You have to to bet with your head. You can't can't go down in flames. You can't. And, you know, everyone that's that's gambled gets a little dicey from time to time, certainly. But – Alcohol, legal, marijuana, legal, those are, I hate to say it, they're all revenue streams for our state, but that's that's what it is. These things are going to go on. They're going they're going on as we speak. You're a realist. I'm a, what you're yeah, saying. absolutely, man. I'm not naive. Like, and you're not naive, and Paul's not naive. Everybody you know, Ben, has an account somewhere, sometimes with somebody, and they make bets or they set fantasy lineups for $15 a weekend or whatever. And now California gets none of it. And I think it's really short-sighted. I mean, hey, did are you, some people, are, did no one smoke weed until it was legalized here? Of course not. Of course, everybody still smoke weed. So I just, 
it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me, and I think it's greedy, and I think um, you know there there needs to be a way to to figure out how to get it get it through there because it's it's happening anyway, and it's it's not just a little bit. It's not an out. It's not like a small portion of the population is doing daily fantasy. It's not. It's a massive, massive thing. As for the other measure we talked about, Measure C, which was the. Uh Initiative that aimed to lift the 30-foot height limit in the Midway District so they could build both housing and a new arena. That one's a little more up in the air at this point. Uh, early returns are kind of split. Not decided uh, so yet. So they'll need to count more votes. A slight, slightly in favor of it right now based on the uh, the counting of the votes, but they continue to do so. And uh, we won't know the results of, of every election, and at least until later today or even sometimes uh, a few days down the road as they count all the mail-in ballots and uh, get everything together. So you don't want to have any premature, but that one is uh, that one is definitely not decided as of yet. Okay. All right. Still waiting. Still waiting on some some final votes for sure. Yep. All right. Um, speaking of music, uh, Woodsy played a little clip for me yesterday oh, and Paulie. Jesus. Oh, we're doing yesterday. This? Yeah, we're going to do this coming up here. Oh, I found it. You I f- did it. You found After it. My years of of hard work to find you unequivocally. Without question, the worst song that's ever been recorded. Now, we thought we found it. You thought you found it last week. Yeah, well, I knew that one wasn't Pray, the worst. Praying in a duck blind. Pray, deer or what blind. Is a deer blind. Luke Bryan. But that's not it. It's not even close. That sounds like Led Zeppelin <laughs> compared to what I found in a, a thread a couple of nights ago. I've done extensive research on this. It makes Nickelback sound like Black Sabbath. We also have more. Did you in- listen to more? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We also the, have more damn near the whole record information on the Padres' so off-season direction from the GM meetings in Las Vegas. So we will give you that update as well. Oh, if I bought that, you don't buy that. I don't buy it. I buy it. One hundred percent. I don't buy it. Two hundred percent. All right. Gets all of that coming up. It's Ben and Woods. All guests on Ben and Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Sorry, Woods and Ben. Yes, save money please. the right way. With Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad, visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Find New Roads. I'm telling you guys, you cannot miss the song that we're going to play. You can't miss it. Next on 97.3 The Fan. some skepticism from Commander-in-Chief Woods over there about reports on what the Padres may be targeting here in the offseason as they get the uh, general manager's meetings underway. They're uh, going on in Las Vegas, I think, uh, wrap-up tomorrow. Uh, And the headline yesterday from the Union Tribune is that the Padres 
begin a different kind of offseason looking for starting pitching. Now, we know they're looking for starting sure. pitching. That's not, yeah, that's, you can't deny that. Now, despite that, that plain truth that the Padres need at least a, a fourth and fifth starter, whether it's from the outside or somewhere internally, uh, most of the speculation nationally about the Padres and connected to free agents has been more with the first baseman and, and outfielder set are the names that you hear around the country being linked to the Padres. I haven't officially heard the name of a single starting pitcher. I have. Jacob you heard, DeGrom and yesterday. You, and you heard, well, where did that one come I from? I don't know, but I saw it yesterday. It was in some article and said, you know, what a perfect fit for the San Diego Padres. They're in win-now mode. They need, you know, you have an ace like Jacob DeGrom. You go out and get him. The the thing that got me was what did they say in the UT was the what the Padres had to spend the payroll what they uh, what they have available to spend here in the off season. I mean, and it goes against literally everything our owner just told us and that very same publication three weeks ago. It goes against all of that. Well, you know, and the uh, the uh, the piece kind of goes on to say that the Padres, if they want to. Spend at a similar level to last year, which is all the way up and slightly beyond the luxury tax level in Major League Baseball. They'll have about $25 million to play with this offseason. And they said, and they may go beyond that another 10 or so. You could see them go up to like $35 million. <laughs> Right. Which is, uh, it's not, it's not nothing, but given the, I mean, given the going rate, I mean, there's speculation that Jerickson Profar is looking for a 100% raise over what he could have gotten, about $8 million. So he's, well, he's looking for 15 or $16 million a year. If you wanted to re-sign Jurickson Profar, that would eat up essentially half of your budget that you have available sure. this offseason. Right. So it doesn't the money doesn't go as far as it used to. It used to be, yeah, I've got $35 million to spend. We're going to get this, and we're going to get that, and we're going to get one here, and we're going to get some depth there. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That, uh, that money does not go, at least in free agency, anywhere near as far as it used to in Major League Baseball. So keep that in mind when you hear these figures like, oh, they got $25 million to spend. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, it was 10 years ago. Now, that's that's one decent player or two, you know, maybe starting type players at best and not really an option to add a lot more. And they need more than one piece. They do, but I here's what I do think. And, you know, $35 million, If let's say they only spent $25 million to improve the ball club for spring training. Is anyone in here nervous about what's going to happen? Like, it's essentially what they did last year, Ben, by saying, let's... The mentality in the first half of the season should pretty much always be the same. Right? It should always be the same. It takes, I can't remember who it was that we had on the air that told us. Uh, was it was it Skip that said we do like, we do it in increments? You know, we do, what was it? How many games? It was 60? Yeah. Something like six that. First 60, 60 games. games yeah, and right. Then, yeah. So that should always be the mentality. Hey, man, let's see what we've got. Let's see what we've got. Uh, out there. I trust A.J. Preller to put a competitive team. I, I trust the guys that are coming back. They will be competitive, especially when you're adding Fernando Tatis Jr. back on April 20th, leaving us just a few weeks without him at the beginning of the year. He comes back healthy, does what he can do. That's a pretty big add. So I'm not super I'm not super worried about the offseason. What will be interesting to me is deadline. And deadline's always interesting. I mean, look what happened last deadline. So I think that's probably the mentality of let's see what we can do, you know, in the first three three months of the season, see what we can get 
uh, see where we stand. Looks like the Dodgers may be doing things a little bit differently this year. The Giants, we'll see what they do. Will they add Aaron Judge? Will it matter? Will it matter because they're losing Radone, et cetera, et cetera? So, yeah, man, I, I still think this is a um, a really good team that we have right now. Like, as if we had to take on the season right now, I'm okay with what we have. It, it's going to get you – it's going to get you more wins than losses. And I trust Bob Melvin, too, to get us to that deadline and be in a position to make some moves to help us over the hump. So and, and I, I don't tr- know that the offseason is, is where you need to go nuts. I trust A.J. Preller to get creative yeah, where, sure. where necessary. Um, I, I think, and I trust Peter Seidler. I think uh, A.J. has a little less flexibility than he did, obviously, the last couple of sure. seasons in pulling off a blockbuster trade. Uh, there just aren't quite the depth of prospects that he had before that – uh, are going to be able to, you know, it's it's not so much of whether you're willing to offer them, it's whether you can offer more than another team is offering. But, man, it, you know, never underestimate A.J. Preller in his ability. Like, we all remember what we got you Darvish for, right? Nothing. Nothing. Nobody that's ever going to hurt you, more than likely. And look what you has done in a Padres uniform. So, again, don't put it past A.J. Preller to get creative with some lower level, maybe some big arms, you know, that, that maybe we are not, they're not even on our radar yet. When a team that's like, man, we got we to gotta unload this guy. He's making $3 million and we just can't afford it. Sean Murphy, perfect example, uh, out of Oakland. Catcher, really, really good player. He, you know, Oakley, I think he's due $3.5 million. They don't even want to pay him that. They don't have to move him, but... Don't be surprised if AJ goes, hey, man, we'll give you this really young 17-year-old shortstop and then a uh, a catcher that we like and then a big arm that's uh, 18 that's coming up through the system. And you get Sean Murphy for that. So um, three guys you probably won't miss. you know, And that that's something he has been able to do over and over and over. Now, again, I, I don't think we're going to go out and get any of the top 10 guys. I really don't. I don't think we're going to go get a Radon or a, or a Aaron Judge or, or even a DeGrom. But I don't think you need to right now. I don't. I think when you want to get nasty is when you get nasty in July at the deadline and go get go get crazy and get those pieces that can help put you over the top. Well, I always agree with that because at that point you have more information yeah. about what your team already is. At this point, you're kind of guessing. You absolutely are. A little bit as to what you are and what you need. Well, and, and the thing is, is like, is Jay Groom going to take the next day? Uh, nothing but rave, rave reviews on him. He was the guy we got back from the Red Sox. Um, is he going to be able to slot into the rotation? What are you going to do with Morajon? Is he going to be your five? Um, is Nick Martinez going to resign and he's in the rotation? Like, it's not like it's not like it's it's not like it's Darvish, Snell, and Musgrove, and then it just falls off a cliff. There's still some really interesting arms down there. Michelle Baez is another one. Like, what is he going to become? So there are guys. Like, don't don't think that there aren't Padres fans. There there are guys on this team that can help us win next year. But I think it's a I think it's a tale of two seasons. I think it's to the break, and then after the break, what can you do? Did you know that you can listen to all your favorite team stations and shows, even podcasts, all on the Odyssey app? Download it today. Uh, We're going to check traffic. When we come back, Woodsy thinks he's found the worst song of all time. It's it's number one. Let's just say your ears are going to be under siege, and once you get it in your head, it might be hard to kill, and you may just want us to be marked for death. After you hear it. After you hear this song. After traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. I was perusing uh, Twitter the other night. I realized I have a maybe weird obsession almost with uh, martial artist and actor Steven Seagal. Because when I saw this get tweeted into my uh, feed, so a guy by the name of Trill Withers tweeted, 
LMAO, everybody used to get to record an album. And it's so true. Eddie Murphy had his single that he did back in the 80s, Party All the Time. Great song, by the way. Rick James helped him with it. I, I still, It's still a banger. Bruce Willis had an album uh, of like blues contemporary. David uh, Hasselhoff was huge Hasselhoff, in Germany. Huge in Germany. I did not know this existed. Somebody by the name of Zach tweeted, Steven Seagal, Songs from the Crystal Cave. And it is him on the cover holding a Fender Stratocaster in with a very icy glare like Steven Seagal does. And I go, well, I'm going to go give this a listen. And I clicked on the first song, and I went, oh. I did a little more, re- you know me, in the rabbit holes. I went nuts. He's a decently accomplished blues guitar player. He And he has a, he's almost fetishizes the blues. He owns guitars from like, Bo Diddley and John Lee Hooker. Like he's because he had money. He's like, I want that guitar. And he collects them. BB King, he has one of his guitars. And here's the first so, yeah, song on so the album. This is it's the called fir- Girl, It's All Right. So this is the first one you hear. The album, Songs from the Crystal Cave. Songs. This is the most popular song on Spotify. Yep, Girl, on It's his All Right. Album. Could be a, a Jason Mraz song. Sounds like Steven Seagal. Sounds like Jason Mraz, right? Like Jack Johnson. Just the guitar, I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, was like, it sounds like... But when you hear a gospel you, song... Then you hear him sing. Okay? I mean... It's not the worst thing I've ever heard. I was going to say, it's not for me, but... It's no, it's not, not for me either, but it's not that bad. Then, Ben, I clicked on a song... ...called Strut. And this is it. This is n- numero uno. Here we go. This sounds a little bit different from the first one. A little bit. Even to go reggae. reggae. This is it. His, listen. A shot of rum. You don't have that accent, so you shouldn't sing in that accent. You get a little bluesy, though. You get the blues going with the reggae. It's the worst song in the history of the world. That's it. It's struck by Steven Seagal. <laughs> I've listened to it, by the way, a thousand times. There's 41,600 streams on I'm, Spotify. I'm 1,000 of those. I couldn't stop. I kept listening to it, and my mouth was a gape. It was a gape. I defy you to come up with a worse song than that. Steven Seagal singing reggae. I can't. It's shot of Rome. You don't have that accent, so you don't get to sing like that, right? Don't you cry. Would you feel the same? Sounds totally different. If I was invisible. Sounds different from the last song and the song before that. It's just... It's weird. I kind of like this song. Would 
Why does he sing like that? Years old. No, this is old. This, this is, is not this is 2004. Yeah, All right, so he old. did this a while ago. But it's just one of those rich guys. Like he's like, I've got money to burn. I'm going to do a record, and then he bring in musicians, and those mu- musicians outside of the studio smoking a cigarette, going, I mean, I didn't. This is not what I pictured. I thought I was going to be in a band, and now I'm doing session work for Steven Seagal. But we're making five grand for this night's work. Here's a song called Lollipop. Really, all over the place. Yes, I. You see me, I say, my girl, up. You don't. He, my girl, He's Chet Hanks. You're not Jamaican. You that may be worse than Strauss. <laughs> I was gonna say, did you did you totally vet this song because I, this might be worse than Strut. I think this is a cover. That guy's talented. That's terrible. It's just terrible. Steve I'm sitting there and I'm listening to the whole album last night. We're sitting on the couch and my wife is losing her mind. So Knock good. it off. Will you stop? And it's, I said, hey, will you shut up? I'm working over this is, here. This is show prep right now. <laughs> we planning a, a show over we here. Have a, we have a weird, I can't wait until tomorrow when Jodzi breaks down Jean-Claude Van Damme's Bluegrass album. If he has one, I'll find it. <laughs> Believe you me. I did also find a uh, Randy Macho Man Savage album. I'm not even going to give it the time of day. You can imagine how terrible it is. The Angels GM says they are not trading Shohei Otani. Do you believe him? We'll also play some Take on Woods. Qualify a listener for Vegas. Coming up next on Woods and Ben.